Hi, this is the Nevermind Witch Podcast, and I'm B2, and this is a podcast that's about what I like and the things that I'm interested in. And for this week's episode, the thing that I'm interested in is how I got into K-pop. So without further ado, let's start. How did I get into K-pop? K-pop is having its moment right now, and it's a little bit, well, how could I really have a measuring scale for this one but I think it's safe to say that it's now getting a little bit more popular and k-pop before when I started liking it wasn't like this so if you want to make sure of the year I cannot give you but an estimate would suffice so 2008 to 2009 is when I really started getting to it so how did I start I started getting into K-pop because I started watching Korean dramas. So Korean dramas are not a foreign thing in where I live because what they do is they get Korean dramas, they air them on the local television, and they dub them. So I've been exposed to it on a young age, at a young age, and it's something that I've grew up on. And with that in mind, I was never really, you know, too much obsessed with it or, well, really invested my time in watching it. But in 2008-2009, there was a drama called Kupuda Namza or Boys Over Flowers. And that's when it started. And I never looked back. So that's a drama that has this one of these leads, which is his name is Chiwoo or his real name is Kim Yeonjong. For some reason, I cannot really tell you all about him because he has some issues and I do not want to dive into that right now. But he was the reason. And primarily one of the things, because I really liked him there, I wanted to search him up. So I searched him up on YouTube and what came to me was a plethora of Korean variety shows. He was guesting on Starking. He had this advert for any call that... I thought was a program but was actually an ad campaign but it blew my mind and I wanted to get to know more of those stuff I wanted to be really part of that thing so I searched up episodes and I started getting to liking Star King I liked X-Man and Star Golden Bell and Running Man and a lot of these well during that time of course Running Man wasn't it I was I was actually, I actually watched it in the first episode, the very first Running Man when it came out because it was 2010s and I was already kind of under the umbrella of like a lot of Korean variety shows. So there we have it. And because Korean variety shows tend to have a lot of idols because they promote their music there. I got to listen to a lot of them, like especially Star Golden Bell. There's like a line of people coming from different types of music. You have like some K indie music. We have like, I don't know if you know them, but there was this, I still love the music that they make, was Clash Kai. And I just love, it's kind of jazzy and it's Korean music and it's really something that I really loved. And... So continuing on, you got to see a lot of these idols and they showcase their talents, especially on Star King. It's kind of like, I don't know, a right path of way, passage or something that they get those panelists to 
either try what the talent is doing or compete with them. And it was entertaining. It was fun to watch. So I've watched a lot of variety shows, even some of the older ones like Yashimaman and some idol kind of contents. And the very first group that I really got into was Super Junior. And why did that happen? It's because they were on Star King. And I looked at these boys that was like so fun and lively and they're selling the dream of like a fun, rowdy, dancing, singing boy band that has everything. And they have 30 members. I mean, so many to kind of really see and learn the personality of them. So I got into it. And until now, I still am a fan. Although I know that some of the members are wrapped up in some controversies and there are things that should be discussed um it doesn't take away that during the time when i was younger they were the people that i really listened to in terms of music wise not doctrine wise but and enjoyed the content that they were making and i'm not gonna hide that because i was young i loved it and really this was what they're presenting to me and of course not everything is okay there are missteps or missteps that was made. The K-pop industry is not perfect, but it doesn't mean I need to hate it or I'm gonna obliterate it just because of that. So before I get into much more crazy content of anger, <laughs> I just wanna just really start with, you know, how I love it because K-pop is something that I really come to enjoy. I learned Korean basically coming from knowing zero about the language to basically at least understanding intermediately and talking intermediately. I still cannot, in the life of me, write down. I'm so confused with the letters. I don't know why. But I started learning and I adapted it as my third language and I really fell in love with it. And hearing now the message and learning more about the music and the artists like really makes me happy. And a lot of these types of things, I think people also feel like a lot of fans started because of the message or the song or the melody or just the plain amazing choreography. And so many things after that, the personalities of the idols and such and such. But at the same time, because I've been in the fandoms multiple for a long time now, I've liked 2PM, I've liked Super Junior, I've liked Shaq's Kiss, I liked Big Bang, I've liked some other groups that I gradually fell out of love with. And now I'm liking BTS and Seventeen. So those are the groups that I primarily like. Mamamoo. And I can see that inside the fandom and staying there for so long, there's toxicity that has been building. There is toxicity from the very beginning, I guess. Like, you cannot tear away yourself from the hate. And I guess that's what I want to get into today. And yes, this is still lighthearted, but I really want to touch on the subject of... I don't want to blame anybody for the toxicity. It, it's there. Like, every fandom. Like, I go to another type of truly unrelated stuff and look at the comments and there's still going to be hate. It's something of, I don't know, human nature perhaps? We're really going to have existential crisis because of this. 
and how, why. We're going to ask all what's going to happen to us. But the thing that I'm trying to get to and the reason why I wanted to talk about K-pop and how I fell in love with it is because it kind of hurts to see that it's not because, oh, in the olden days, no. It's been present. Like, if you look at the first generation idols, there's feud. Like, legitimate feud in the first generation fans. Like, you cannot be a multi-fan during that era. And it was intense. But at the same time, there's been that toxicity. But now it's more perpetuated by online hate. And what I'm trying to get at is that sometimes, you know, we love something so much that it blurs the lines of love and hate. And sometimes because we love that thing so much, we defend them even though we're not supposed to be. And sometimes we're also in the line of trying to defend them so much that we are the ones who gives the hate to others, which I understand. I get it. We're people. We're vulnerable towards those things. But at the same time, I do want to offer a slight suggestion that maybe if we try to at least think about things first before we post things. I mean, I'm really not the person to give an advice, but that's why I said a suggestion. Is because sometimes, you know, when you're angry, when you're feeling very, very, well, just to make it simple, you're feeling all these kinds of complex emotions in you that sometimes, you know, things come out wrong or you, not as what you intend. Yes, of course, your thoughts are your own privacy and sometimes you might think in a very negative way and that's fine. It's part of trying to compromise with what your head thinks and sometimes you need people to, you know, really let it out. So maybe if you have like a group of friends, we can safely talk about and discuss about it. Maybe that's a better option. Or maybe think about twice, read it, reread it, and see if what you're going to post in the future is going to hurt another person or if you're going to regret it in the long run. Because sometimes we post so many things. We post everything and sometimes we forget to review those things. And sometimes we say things out of spite and we forget that it can actually hurt somebody. I, for one, am very sensitive. So for every hate comments out there, <laughs> I'm joking, but I am very, very sensitive. <laughs> so there's actual people on the side of that screen that will hear your voice. I don't know. will read your comments and feel very, very dissatisfied with themselves or at least feel very offended by it. Especially the artist, if it's going to be directed to the artist. Like simple words can hold powerful things. Smaller things that pile up in the long run can hurt somebody so much. Of course, you know, it's going to be argued that... Oh, being such a snowflake and that he's so sensitive. Is it so bad to feel sensitive about those things if you're actually hurting another human being? It's not just physical anymore, it's emotional. And we're connecting through online, especially at the time of pandemic where basically everything is online. So if you're gonna say something about it, then truly you're going to hear and feel depleted if that's what's going to be online and you look at it all day 
it's a place of no longer of enjoyment and love and i know that fandoms and have and like being a fan is something that it's part of i understand that but if we can lessen it just a little bit isn't it nice <laughs> isn't it just a little bit better if we lessen those types of behavior so just ask yourself this I'll end it with another question in this episode. Would you really post that and not regret it in the future? Would you try and reread what you've said so that the other person on that side of the receiving end wouldn't feel as hurt? In any case, that's the end of this episode. Thank you for listening and tuning in. If you're interested about what I say and or if you want to have like a friend talking and ranting about certain things then please do so and continue to listen to my podcast i'll be posting weekly and if you have any comments or suggestions that you want to give to me you can email me at nevermindwitch at gmail.com again have a safe week i'll see you next time (laughs) 